Hello, everybody. It is close to kidding. And we are freezing here in South Carolina, but that is okay. And we are doing the tyranny report. So much going on, and yet just don't care anymore. It is January 11th of 2022. The Supreme Court has heard the arguments for OSHA and government Contractors, Medicaid, Medicare, all that good stuff. Yet, they sent out notices to all those working, I believe most, I mean all, I can't say everybody, but notices were sent out. Don't forget the deadline, get vaccinated, we are enforcing this, even if the Supreme Court rules otherwise. See, it won't be a federal mandate, it'll be mandated under that program. So, in order to work with Medicaid, it's not a federal mandate, it'll be that. Now, religious exemption, great. But they're going to force you to get tested twice a week, wear the muzzle, and you're gonna submit like a dog. F that. Patriots, we need our own towns. I've been begging people for almost a year now to listen to me. Do you know you could start your own community, your own township, your own borough? and make your own laws and your own rules. You don't think so? Yes, you can. And there's lots of ways to do it. But Americans are lazy, and they want the nanny state to take care of them. We want the easy life. We want our cars and our Xboxes and our houses. We don't appreciate freedom. Um, I want to read this to you. This is the news, um, and they were talking about um, civil war, and this nation will be divided between the vaxxed and the pure bloods. I am not even making this stuff up. Um, the Supreme Court is weighing in on this decision. I don't know how it's going to go, but regardless, it does not matter. That's what I'm trying to get across to people. There's ways of getting people to submit to tyranny. And they don't need a federal mandate to do it. I was reading, I read around the world, I got on Telegram. I was on a site in Canada. People are fleeing Canada. Literally, it looks like the Berlin Wall. Taking what they can and trying to get over the border to the United States. You can't make this stuff up. Okay. Um, I think I was listening earlier to a gentleman in Canada, in Quebec. And he was talking to people on shortwave radios throughout the um, country. And they are preparing for what they feel might be their last stand. Um, unbelievable. And they don't have firearms. So, they were talking about things that we all should be talking about, honestly, as well. But we don't want to. What has gone on in Canada is beyond. Beyond. Now, I know there are those out there that are going to say, the hospitals are full, people are dying from Omicron. No, they're not. I drive by at least one hospital daily. 
they're empty. Um, I know doctors and nurses. I, I had a doctor come in yesterday, one of my gentlemen clients. Um, his back was killing him. His ho- it's empty. Um, the hospitals are empty. If people are in the hospitals, they've already been vaccinated. Now what does that tell you? The vaccine is causing people's illness. The rise in hospitalizations is because of the vaccine making people sick. Now, I know this for a fact. There are people that have gotten placebo vaccines. You don't believe me? I can prove it. They can't kill everybody at once. They're rolling this out in different waves around the country. This is very orchestrated and very planned. This new world order has been planned in detail, I believe, since World War II. I did a video today. I'm going to go on this. So listen to me. 1970. 1970 was a pivotal year, I believe, when all this came into we're going to do this. And both parties are guilty. See, there's something called, I don't know if you know this, Bohemian Grove. Look it up. Um, back when I was an Alex Jones freak in the 2000s, yep. There really is Bohemian Grove. I've seen black and white footage going back before World War II and a huge statue of Moloch. Um, FDR, all these people are there. Now, what they're doing there, I can't say. But this is planned. World Health Organization, United Nations, government regulatory agencies with unsweeping power, without due process of the law, and it's been worldwide. Socialized medicine throughout Europe and other, I mean, Europe has been socialist for a long time. They had, no, it had a resemblance of freedom, but they were not free. Um, now, how do they get away with this lie? Obviously, the undertakers, the coroners, they know the bodies aren't piling up. I think people do recover, and I think people are murdered. I can't prove this. I'm just saying. But what happened in 1970? Okay, you have to understand history. The Vietnam War is still raging. 69, you have Woodstock, the Summer of Love. I have that Life magazine. You have all the hippies. You have this counterculture. They were going to usher in. See, both sides are guilty. The hippies were going to be the next generation having children. So they were very, very important to these regimes and how they were going to do this globally. Then... In 1980s, you have the conservatives. They work hand in hand. What I'm going to do today is give you an overview, let you do some research, TikTok and Clapper, listen to my stuff. This is urgent. I have a gentleman I've known for years. He's an attorney. He's actually writing a book about this. It's really fascinating. I am fortunate from so many people I've known, this 
over the years, I've had access to different groups, websites that normally lay people don't have access to. And I don't have access to all of it, but I'm able to at least get updates, kind of like a, a glorified telegram. And he is writing a book about the rise of tyranny and the new world order. And it's very, very interesting. I never thought of this. So, Vietnam is raging. You have protests at home. Hell no, we won't go. Then you have the generation that fought in World War II. This is your duty, your obligation. You have the Red Scare. We talked about that on here and a video. McCarthy, the communist witch hunts. All these people know due process of law, bringing them before Congress. The witch hunts of communism go back a very long time. And anytime anyone did not agree with the U.S. government, they were labeled a communist. Now, what happened with Russia, East Germany, West Germany, all that was planned. The Cold War, Bay of Pigs, planned. I could talk about this for days and days and days. When you go down the rabbit hole, you don't come back. It's like Alice in Wonderland. But 1970, unfortunately, we lost Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison in 1969. But hell, Mustang put out the best cars ever. I'll tell you what. I love my 69 Mustangs. I have. Miss them. But you have to study the history. While this hippie counterculture is growing, especially in places like Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco, the Grateful Dead, you can watch that in A&A, I did, you have a conservative movement also. Now, the conservatives and the liberals are working together. And what they are doing is pinning everybody against each other, just like they did with the civil rights movement. Now, you can understand, Martin Luther King, these people were Christians. So, their views were based on the Christian Bible. They were not liberal as we were. They were not supported abortion, things like that. We, when Martin Luther King was assassinated, then we, well, first we had Kennedy, Martin Luther King, um, Robert Kennedy, you know, the assassinations. Nixon is impeached and Vietnam is falling apart. We all know we got into Vietnam based on the Gulf of Tonkin, which was a false flag. So, these hippies who are dancing in the mud at Woodstock, now Woodstock is over, people come home from Vietnam, and you know what, it is time to get married and get those babies raised and buy a house in the suburbs. And that's what those hippies did. But they still wanted to be hippies in a way. But they couldn't be dancing in the street hippies because they now had a mortgage payment and a car payment and children. So the agenda was pushed on them to support quote unquote liberal causes. For instance, PETA, don't wear fur coats. Be a vegetarian. Don't drive big cars, buy a little Honda. Don't drive that muscle car, right? These agendas were pushed, the gas shortage in 73. 
that was plus as to if you were, you know, you're a hippie, you, you believed in the country, the environment, Mother Nature, dancing in the mud. And they didn't want to be. In their mind, they still did not want to be looking like their parents. So they took up the media's agenda and began pretty much endorsing these different views. But their parenting style changed as well. If you see the pictures of Woodstock, there's little kids running around naked in the mud and everything. Well, they still embrace things like that. But what happened is it almost became the opposite. Women started saying, you know what, I'm going to go to work. And don't, I'll get, don't get me started on this. I despise the thought wouldn't be there for a pregnant home. Okay? I believe, I'm not going to go down that road today. I do believe by two parents working extraordinary long hours, it can be detrimental to children. But the real problem is the divorce rate and the fathers that make babies and disappear. That's the real issue. And we start seeing that with the birth control pill. Women start having babies out of wedlock. Now, when I was married, I actually worked three jobs at one time trying to get a business started. My ex-husband, who basically sat at home and worked on some cars. And we eventually, he eventually got his stuff together. I guess, you know, we did do well in some ways. But it was a very big struggle for him to mature and learn, and I really had to run that business. I enjoyed it. I enjoy business. But I had a flexible schedule. So I had the ability to come home in between the day if I wanted to, but he was working either we had a shop behind our house or the big shop up the road. And we had two business partners who had kids, so my kids were taken care of. But so there's a little bit difference, okay? I do not think there's anything wrong with taking a kid to daycare. I don't. What I think is wrong are parents spoiling their kids, which I learned the hard way, trying to buy their friendship, which I learned the hard way, and pampering them. Do I think it's, I babysat, I sat on here when I was 12 years old. I used to babysit. Do I think a six-year-old needs to come home to an empty house by themselves? No, I don't. Do I think a six-year-old going to after school is anything that awful? No, I don't. I taught fitness classes in after school programs. The kids loved it. Okay? So, if parents do it responsibly, there's nothing wrong with it. Especially with shift work. I knew a lot of people that worked different shifts. They never saw each other, but they worked different shifts. So, we have this dichotomy now. The hippies have their babies. They are getting jobs, a lot of them going back to college, getting master's degrees. And somehow they're not as liberal as they used to be. But they still like those liberal causes. But then they start taking up other causes, like don't spank your children. Okay? Um, again, born out of that hippie mentality. We don't want to spank our children. We're going to do time out for our kids. That's more detrimental than any daycare center you'll take them to. Now, this is an overview. You also have the older generation 
becoming more conservative, are reaching back into religion and reaching back into pushing the conservative agenda. But you have something else happening in the 60s, late 60s, 70s, welfare. Okay, housing projects being built. Section eight, food stamps. Like I said, women having babies out of wedlock, not knowing who the fathers are, all those wonderful things that destroy society. This is happening as well. Now, listen to me, 1980s coming about and we see technology starting to increase. This is all planned, okay? Oh, and I don't believe we landed on the moon. That's another topic. But technology is coming up in 1980. And we see something interesting. These hippies that had their babies, most of them had their children young. They were at Woodstock. Say they were 20 at Woodstock. So their kids now are in school, right? You know, let's say they were 30 during Woodstock and they had a kid. That kid by 1980 would be 10. Yeah, I mean, these are still younger kids, right? But they're starting to become more conservative. Why? Technology. They're moving up in the jobs, getting big jobs, getting that BMW, right? That cell phone, all the creature comforts, cable TV, the big satellite dish in their backyard, and they are becoming more conservative. And the conservative agenda is now taking these people and pushing them into a new mindset. That mindset in 1980s, twofold, zero tolerance, war on drugs, privatization of prisons, three strikes you're out, and Reaganomics. Basically, let's make money, okay? But the fallout from Three Strikes You Out meant that basically addicts, which are, I believe, addiction to disease, are being sentenced to life in prison for low-level amounts of drugs. Um, you know, they had a zero, they, you know, your brain on drug stuff. I mean, all, then you start seeing cars with airbags. They start pushing the nanny state because the hippies kids now are old enough to embrace it. They are going to be the first guinea pigs into the world of technology and the world of nanny state. These kids... Yeah, like I said, and some of them are in college by now. So if you had your baby in 69, um, by 1980, they would have been 11. But let's say you were at Woodstock and you were 30 and you had your baby in 65, they would be in high school. So you have this range of ages, right, of these hippies' children. Anywhere from, say, 10 or younger, all the way up to maybe even um, high school, possibly college. And the colleges are becoming more liberal and they're pushing this wealth and abundance through TV shows, media, etc. Kids are coming home, they have Atari, um, they have Nintendo, they have cable TV. I did not, did not know what cable was. 
Um, they are shopping for designer clothes. It is a whole new America. And these kids are being sucked into it with computer classes and are basically the next generation. So, with the push, we know Reagan is older. The older Americans that were always conservative became very, very vocal. Now, I want, I want you to think about this. Then in the 1980s, you start getting a backlash that comes out. Punk rock, the clash, you know, we fought the law of law one, okay? Then you have like Cinderella, I mean, I don't even know what that is, but that was a joke. But you start getting the kids, the hippies kids now, starting to rebel a little bit. You know, Ozzy Osbourne, let's bite a head off a bat or some stupid crap. Let's play a record backwards, right? And this is horrifying to these parents, even though they were dancing in the mud at Woodstock. So, we got to get strict. We got to crack down. Addiction, stopping a disease, it became a choice for a while. Now it's back to, I think, a disease. We had government regulations, government agencies expanding their power a hundredfold. Now, for the sake of time, we're going to jump ahead because I'm going to do one of these as we go on. We'll go back and resurface. So, in the 80s, there was a challenger disaster, right? We had uh, Bon Jovi. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the news and stuff. But it is this huge fall back into opulence. The disgusting Mustangs of the 1970s are gone. My Fox body is there. I love the Fox bodies, okay? Um, thank God other car companies didn't. But, you know, you're having cool cars coming back, right? Um, what was it, the Vipers and these things, right? Sports cars. All this is being pushed. This agenda, lots of makeup and hair and bright colors. And put that with those kids that are rebelling and bring it into the 90s. Now, this is where it gets somber. And I remember this. I remember hearing about this. Well, first of this one I did not know about, Ruby Ridge. If you do not, do not know about Randy Weaver and Ruby Ridge, do some research. I will be doing a podcast on that alone sometime. But I remember Waco. I do. I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember seeing it on television. Um, if you don't know about it like I do, do some research. But you start seeing that. We have the first World Trade Center bombing in 1993 in the basement. Okay? Terrorism. Hostages. Okay? The war, people coming back from Vietnam, they find these long lost people bringing them home as soldiers. Then, you have the Oklahoma City bombing, Timothy LaVey. And we know that brings us basically to 2001. Now, by 2000, if you were a hippie and you had your baby in 1970, that baby would be 20 years old, okay? Um, they're in college. 
if you had your baby in 1960. That is, so you see what I'm saying about the ages? These are the kids now, computers, brainwashed, and all of a sudden ashtrays start disappearing out of cars. You can't smoke an airplane around the mall in the mall anymore. And the nanny state goes ballistic. And don't forget during that 90s time period, we have a ban on certain kinds of weapons. They are conditioned in schools, on TV, everywhere. The government knows what to do. So you might say, how is the conservatives responsible for a nanny state? Easily. Why I refuse to say I'm a conservative and I'm not, I'm a libertarian. Conservatives like to do the same thing the liberals do. If you don't agree with me, we will silence you. I'm a Christian. You know what, I'm a Christian too. I interpret the Bible my way. I believe I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I don't know. So talk about everything I believe in because a lot of my views people would disagree in. I don't care. I know it's in my heart. I don't need to agree with you. That's what libertarian is. But they can't deal with it. So they go after people that they can persecute. Homosexuals. I have some very, very good friends. That I've known good people that are homosexuals who are gay. Open, you know, I'm not talking about flamboyancy. I can't stand that stuff. But they went to China, adopted babies. I mean, good people. Lived a much better life than some Christians that I know. But they silence people, right? You don't agree with us? We don't want, you know, we're going to silence you. We're going to silence you. And they do that. Then they push, you know, they're pushing, um, there was a big push towards um, equal rights again, women. Um, we can do what men do and all these different things. Again, if you don't agree with us, we're going to silence you. And that is wrong. Conservatives do this all the time through speech. And then what happened is we had the liberals come back and target what the conservatives were saying as hate speech. So it's a round and round and round circle. Now, something else you don't really have to realize. When Reagan was shot, Brady was shot, and we had something called the Brady Bill, conservatives pushed that through. Conservatives have actually been very instrumental in gun control, and that's a topic for another day. I'm close to Kitty. I hope I gave you something to think about. Have a wonderful day and do not comply with tyranny.